In a world where professional wrestling, movies, and pro wrestling movies dominate the landscape of popular culture, three friends lost in a pit of despair saw hope in their ability to banter, bicker, and giggle with one another for hours on end while sitting on their couch, forged in fire and bonded by bad jokes, silly puns, and sarcastic quips, young Michael Pava John Casey and the one they call Lumberjake united together into a theater of three, ready to showcase their talents on the grandest stage of them all, the podcasting stage. Through their trials and tribulations, the boys have seen it all. From body slams and peacocks, to Leslie Uggams and Tiny Lister's Giant Lister, to spoken words and segues about segues, Mike, Lumby and JC have been there to work the gimmick, brother. Whether it's Mr. Hunk, non-union equivalent Willem Dafoe, or King himself, drink! This ragtag trio has been with you through it all and will continue to offer their unsolicited opinion to those who accidentally download their podcast. Sorry about that. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, this is Three-Way Theater. Uh-huh. Welcome to the three-way theater. Yeah. Ha. You know. You know. Hey, y'all ready? Let's go. We all about wrestling, but don't call us fanatics. Uh-huh. We talk about wrestling movies, review the classics. Uh-huh. From ready to rumble, body slamming, Russell Madness. You can tell us our passion. Now we into podcasting, screaming Northeast Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Mr. Peacock, go ahead, represent. Yeah. Three-way theater, three the hard way. From your boy Mike, JC, and Lumberjay. Yeah. Welcome to the three-way theater. You know. Hi. Welcome to the three-way theater. The three-way. Welcome to the three-way theater. Three-way. Welcome to the three-way theater. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it. He's having. Oh. oh, that's not the robot. Hey, yeah. 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 Lumberjay. He's doing the dance with the girl from America's Got Talent. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's he's herking and jerking all over the place. Herking and jerking. Here's your turkey, turkey, turkey. Oh man, you can really pop and lock it. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> 
We just did a really good acapella version. That was pretty of good. Fucking, I like to move. We it. should, uh, yeah, we should workshop we should this. Join our own acapella group. So wouldn't we just be creating our? Own? We don't have to join it. <laughs> We're in it. We just. Well, we, well, you still have to audition, you motherfucker. Oh, you're gonna make me audition. Yeah. We already have one. We don't have a microphone. Jake No Chaser. That's, oh, right. Oh, Jake that's, no, right. that's right. right. Jake No Chaser. Acapella. Our Jake Appella group. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I don't motherfuckers make me audition for the group that I'm already... God motherfucking damn it. Power move and I respect it. <laughs> Welcome to Three Way Theater. Hey, I'm Mike Pivot. I'm Lumberjake. And I'm JC. And you know, we review pro wrestling. Movies. And Pro wrestling movie That's documentaries. Right. Ooh. Yeah, we, you know. Welcome, first and foremost, to episode 30, boys. Woo! Milestone. Big episode. Milestone. Yes, a coal stone. <laughs> Do you guys ever thought, you really going to make it to 30? No, oh. I thought I'd be dead by 25. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, I've been trying to kill you for years. <laughs> but hey, you're um, a slippery rascal. N- I knew that there would be enough material to make it to 30. I... Do you know if we sure. were going to be able to stand yeah, each but, other? You know, <laughs> uh, you know, and still nobody listens. Right? We still do it. Yeah. But you know what? Our fans that we do have are passionate. That's right. Yeah. We, Mike Pivot doesn't wash his hands after pooping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're dropping <laughs> bombs. Dropping shit on bombs right now. Yeah. Yeah. My so hands are be Wait, you get upset when I stick my dirty hands all over your face, but you don't wash your hands after a dump. Yeah, you're like, ooh, don't touch those. My beard's all in the microphone. Yeah, gross. <laughs> you're like, ooh, don't touch my face after you touch the handrails in Boston. I just stuff my fist up my ass to wipe my butt. <laughs> the old boxing glove. Um, it's kind of a cheat for us to say it's episode 30, though. Not because it's cheap, but because... We have mini-sodes. Best in shows. shows. So, we, you know, but really... As our proper episodes, as diving into the collection and assortment of great pro wrestling movies or TV shows out there, uh, I think we felt that episode 30 needed to be something different, something big, something that really, you know, when we think about, you know, as far as Mikey and I, when we were, you know, when wrestling was hot, Jake was a little bit younger than us. And I was aware of it. You were aware of it. You were still watch- you were watching wrestling at yeah. the time. But beyond the mat, this, this cultural touchstone of, like, during the peak of pro wrestling... Like, it's just, you know, we've talked about it before when we talked um, about The Wrestler and other things, but we saw, you saw this in the theater. Mm-hmm. You had to, you had to find it, though. You had to go take a trip. Uh, yeah, I had to uh, look to actually see which movies were, pl- uh, which theaters were playing the movie because... Not many. It was limited. Yeah. And uh, so you saw it when it came out. Uh, I saw it also in the theater of Rui Batello and I. We went to go see it. Jake, did you see it uh, at the time, or did you see it later on? I uh, saw it probably a couple years later on. I remember they never had it. I, I, I wasn't aware. I don't think I was really aware of the movie at the time, because I was a little WWF fan, so I don't know if they promoted it a whole lot. Um, it was. Uh, they did not? No. So, yeah. I think I ended up seeing it at a... When I rented it from a video store. Okay. So they got the video in, and I saw wrestling, so I just went for it. Because I had already watched all, like, whatever, 10, 14, fucking however many wrestling events they had there that I would just cycle through and watch over and over again. When you watched it for the first time, were you kind of, like, blown away by it? Um, yeah, I guess, like... Because I probably saw it when I was, like, probably 11, or 10 or 11, 
So, so just have the curtain pulled back like that and to see like some of the things that were going on especially at a young age like 11 yeah i don't know i just like i feel like you know we were a little, we were a couple years older it was a perfect time for us yes. i think like it yeah. came out as far as like our experiences in, in pro wrestling and being the age that we were we were already at that point trying to peel back the curtain like we wanted to know more i i was i always had people like oh wrestling's fake wrestling's fake and like that never really bothered me they'd be like you know they're just friends afterwards you know and as a kid i'm like that's well, the, the that's fake cool part shit, never bothered know? me like i always accepted wrestling for what it was and once i was kind of at least clued in oh like you know the winners and losers are determined but they're still in there beating each other like you know whatever I, you had to justify yourself with i would fight for wrestling being real even when i knew it wasn't yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. You're going to talk shit about wrestling? I'll kick your fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that this movie, like, for me, this wasn't like, oh, what's fake or what's not. This movie was just like, kind of a declaration for, like, the the popularity of pro wrestling and um, the different kind of people that in- inhabit the wrestling business. And they're not just, like, fucking muscle-bound freaks. There's these different personalities. We have, we have all these things to talk about. Let's just jump right into well, this. We're, we're saying this all now because what we're about to do is something a little bit different for three-way theater mm-hmm. where for the first time ever we're doing our watch-along. We're going to be watching the movie live. This is going to be the first time I've seen it in about a decade. So there's a lot of things that are going to be new for me again just to kind of, you know. Mickey, how long has it been for you? Since I've seen it? Yeah. Uh, it's It's got to be t- like 10 years. It's got to be. I've I've watched this movie with my girlfriend within the last like okay so it's still okay. fresher for you yeah um, I love this movie I think I love Beyond the Mat I love I I love watching it I love everything about this movie so what we want you to do is break yes, out your you. copy however you may do so you can find it in many different forms mm-hmm. if you there's look. a they're one of the big big video streaming services yep. has it available mm-hmm. in full so what. It's on tout. What we want to do is make sure that in you... In 15 second yes. breaks. <laughs> we want to make sure you're all zeroed out. Zero, 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 zero. Mike Pavin is called right zero. And uh, make sure you, you watch along with us, enjoy with us. Um, are we, are we going to make a pack now? Are we, we're, we're not pausing at any point. We're just watching. No. 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 That's so confusing. I, ran. Uh, I might rewind it, though. <laughs> just because I'm a scamp. God damn it. All right, so uh, as long as you have your remote in your hand and you are all zeroed out, uh, we will give you a countdown to hit play. 29, 28, 27, 26. All right, in three, two, one, play. It is playing. Here we go. Ripples in the water. So Imagine Entertainment is a uh, producer of this film. Yeah, the uh, I believe Ron Howard is actually he one is. of the producers for this. Mm-hmm. Film. And Brian Grazer, yeah, yeah, Brian Grazer. He's it, why do I know that name? I mean, it's just the. I don't know why. Like, we're gonna turn this down a little bit. Um, you can you feel free to keep it on, like keep the volume up a little bit, so yeah, you can hear yeah. what's going on. <clears throat> now, um, this was this is something that struck a chord with me when I first watched this. Um, him being almost a closet wrestling fan, where it's yes. like there was. A stigma with people about wrestling. Right. I like how he, he wants to explain the reason why he is a wrestling fan. Yeah. when And there's everyone around him. Jerry Lynn and RVD. Um, and Barry Blostein ended up becoming the agent for Mick Foley. And yeah. helped him with all his uh, contracts in the WWF after this. And Barry Bloom was also a producer for this, who was a famous um, yes. lawyer. 
So you know, um, they're showing everything here. They're showing W. Uh, they're showing ECW. They're showing WWE. I believe WCW refused any and all. I yeah, that's true. Was that like that was like a cool little side footage that was from uh, the first ECW? With, that was with Rick Rude kissing. It was their own. Um, it might have been their own cameras for that because they were there filming. Yeah, I just never realized what that was before. But since we watched Barely Legal, that's funny. Oh. Fucking living dangerously that ring spot. Is that uh, I think that was that Vic Grimes? Mm-hmm. Was that UPW? Mm-hmm. So of course. No, we, I think that was APW. No. Oh, maybe the Roland Alexander Company. Man, I'm I'm really kind of I'm really excited to dive into this again after so long. There's so many parts of this movie that we quote to this day. <laughs> um, I always pictured Terry Funk tripping over the rock. Not a single weekend goes by where Mikey doesn't say I'm not booked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, jumping on that trampoline. Also, whenever there's something on my shirt or jacket, what is this? Chocolate? Um, <laughs> it's chocolate. <laughs> um, did you one moment, please? Being f- WWE, one moment. Uh, excuse me. World Wrestling, Wrestling Federation. Federation. One moment. World Wrestling Federation. This was fucking awesome to me as a kid. I love this shit. World Wrestling <laughs> Federation. Um, did you guys, being from the Northeast, ever drive yeah. by Titan Sports at the Titan? Uh, All the time. I'm Wasn't it fucking badass? Yes. Because when you're riding on the highway, you're riding down 95. And it just pops up, and it's mm-hmm. this big black building with like tinted windows and the big fucking WWE. It was logo. awesome, absolutely. So cool. That was actually like I was always a thrill because like, I hated driving through of the Connecticut, trip. but yeah, going through it, yeah, it was definitely a highlight. I literally never got to do that, but all of my siblings, because I never left Massachusetts until I was like nineteen, and then I went to Rhode Island, but like. All my all my siblings would be like, yeah, I, I was by I, I drove by WWF headquarters, blah blah. Oh, Goga, Goga. You Silva? Yeah. Oh, well, Giant Silva, Silva. Yeah. Giant Silva. You're right. Goga was earthquake. We made the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this really That's showed the water bottle. Just <laughs> this really showed the, tr- the 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 real psyche of Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's ever a question, he's not in the wrestling business. Man, like Vince Russo and Vince McMahon teaching dude like, like how to do uh, step by step. Look at their tally. Tally. Yeah, yeah. It shows how hands on Vince is. You stay. Vince. We're not dancing. No, no, no. It's my strut. <laughs> Come on, bro. You're not going to be. They don't think you're going to be able to wrestle. You're selling that back. Who's hotter, Sable or Sonny? Sonny. Sonny. I agree. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I wish that Sonny took the route. Like, I wish Sonny was in the place oh, of Sable. Me too. Jim like, Johnson. Like, because... So does Brock Lesnar. But, like, Sable posed for Playboy. Like, they did all this stuff. Like, I wanted to see Sonny, Sonny in those positions. Yes. Agreed. You uh, did 20 years later. Yeah, after the fucking luster wore off. Mm-hmm. I'll have to show you guys after. There was this interview in Canada between... Uh, Sunny and China, or no, Sable and China were on there, and they were like, "China, would you go for the women's title?" She was like, "No, I would, I would kill any of the women." And Sable's like, "I don't know if you would." And you know, you have those enhancements and talking about her using steroids and shit on live TV. Wow. And China's like, "Yeah, you have more enhancements than me and you, honey. If you count silicone." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh man, <laughs> the, the, the shit shooting. 
I love getting the behind scenes of Titan Tower. WWF and South Park fighting for the number one spot. That's it's, such a 1999. Oh it is. You think you think Shane has any regrets, like not ending up to like ascending to the top of like like Stephanie kind of took his place as like the number but two. I, I feel like she was but, always in that. Like, I but look like, at this. Like, watching this right now. Like, she's in there. there with that right. reading, and he's like shadowing his dad on a lot of these different like, things. He's the heir, right? But and, you know, but I, Shane did his own thing. Mm. Yeah, I think he realized it wasn't for maybe that. Like, he knew the writing. He saw the writing on the wall, and Stephanie was gonna kind of get that more than him. And he decided to branch out. I think he had to. Golly! Just sad Golly. watching this knowing what really happened to draws. Especially because there was like an epilogue to this movie about that. You right. Know? I loved draws as a kid. I never saw, and I didn't before I saw this. I was a big draws fan. I don't. I. It's it's hard to explain. I. It's the people I gravitated towards. I gravitated towards the weird people. He's like, man, gotta love some puke. I. 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 I love draws. I love Chaz. When he's yeah. wearing his boxers, I'm like, yeah. You just love guys. You were so you were what nine years old, ten years old in '99. Yeah. Yeah. '99. So like eight nine. I get that because those characters, like that was like pop culture and things like that. Like it was. I get it. Like, it makes complete sense to me. He like, also loves guys with Z's as their last <laughs> I love uh, big Z. That's why you loved Emerald Fusion. That's uh, true. Pew. It's, cra- it's, it's great watching these this, this meeting, Draws, Vince, talking about his character, talking about what we would like to do with you. Puke is good. <laughs> so he puked on a football. He pu- puked on the snap on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. He made himself puke on a football, and that's how he got famous. And Man, that's how he got sucks his Sucks for Joe Chichi that he never got to showcase his puking skills while wrestling in a ring. Who the fuck is Joe Chichi? Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a local indie guy that after every indie match, he would roll out to the ring and puke. And he had a bucket under the ring for him because he Shout was Shout out to Mark Moment. <laughs> I love how Vince, like the reason why you're here is because, as Lumberjack said, like you can regurgitate on command. So Vince, of course, is like, "Well, fucking do it. He's gonna. He's gonna. Do you need some? Gonna puke. He's gonna puke." (laughs) (laughs) That's the iconic. That's an iconic line from from the movie. Did they fucking? Did he not do it? He couldn't do it all the way. But then he puked after the fact. But Vince still loved it. Imagine calling your mom, like, hey, I'm going to be puke, ma. I'm like, hey, cool, Paula, I'm going to be puke. She would be so happy. She would be so happy for me. Paula would be (laughs) elated. That's my boy. My boy, puke. Oh, I'm so happy for you, puke. Oh, mama, puke. (laughs) Cool, puke. (laughs) So I really like how they go from, like, they go from Draws, the chain. who's they, get, making his big, like... They go from WWF headquarters mm-hmm. to walking into the side of the garage, which is just cool. Where you have about... Fuck, it looks like there's 15 guys in there. Is there a bell time club? Um, <laughs> Roland Alexander, he Roland, passed a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, he did. I think he died with that earring. <laughs> Roland Alexander looks like a man straight out of the 80s. Yeah, he looks like the typical pro wrestling trainer. <laughs> yup. Trainer? Yup. He looks like if me and Mike Pava had a baby. <laughs> ben Siegel. 
Where he's been? got a fucking nice setup. He really he's does. Got an office. Yeah, any uh, like any. He's got a Macintosh. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, sweet Macintosh. Dude, I got a Dell. Um, I don't remember not. Did they mention how much the people are paying? He mentions how much people are paying for training, right? Yeah. Yep. And it's in the thousands of dollars. Yeah, isn't it like $3,000 or so? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, at the time... So, I mean, I know people that eventually pay like $3,000 today. Mm-hmm. So that's in 1999 I- money, that's like what? Like six grand? Well, it's funny because I was watching a Raven shoot interview, and he said when he broke in in the late 80s, he paid $3,000. So wrestling school is the one thing that avoided of inflation. <laughs> Or deflation in some yeah. ways. <laughs> Tony Jones. Make the dues, boy. Tony Jones still goes and does extra work for WWE. Really? But he goes there and doesn't get changed and just eats catering and collects his check and leaves. <laughs> Smart. He's been doing it long enough. He knows. Oh, he fucking... He knows what he's doing. He does. Um, we need to not like do what we're doing right now and stopping and watching and not talking. Well, I mean, people can't hear what. Well, they're well, they're watching with us right now. That, but dead air is not a good thing, so we need to always keep talking. I, well, I mean, well, Tony Jones, I was I just wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah, they get paid after every show, even though Tony Jones just they're said getting the paid well. He says, "Can we do the rise and fall of NCW TV? Mm-hmm. That's going to be me right there, being like." <laughs> My guys got paid and paid well. You've actually been already on the news in that same exact position. That's uh, true. With your elbow <laughs> on the fucking corner. Of the <laughs> what was that for? There was, uh, it was WPRI Channel 12 News. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> That's true. I have been yeah, there. that same haircut at the time. Uh-huh. Oh, not. Same mustache. Oh, hey. <laughs> fucking uh, Mike Modest. Mike Modest. He's a modest guy. Yeah. Unlike Mike Pava. <laughs> He's a real Pava guy. Yeah. Fucking Mike, Mike Modest, and we're sitting in here with Mike Ego. Mike Modest really had a great deal here. Working, living above the thing. Oh, that fucking cat. cat is creepy as shit. No, it's so cute. That cat's creepy as shit as he unloads a dead body. <laughs> no, that's normal. Is it? You know, what if Kane just sat up right there? By uh, God! No, 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 By no, no, God! No. Mike Modest is one of those guys that always had a good name, like, was always, like, mm-hmm. I think he wrestled Japan a lot. Him and uh, Donovan Morgan were a tag team. Like, in our in our minicast, when we were talking to Bo Douglas about if uh, True Life Pro Wrestler helped him get any bookings, you got to figure, like, with Mike Modest, this really helped put him on the map. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, that's... Uh, it couldn't get him to the big, big show in the grand scheme of things, but still. At least got him late a lot, I bet. <laughs> Big Vic Grimes was out of here, and so was uh, Irish Aaron O'Grady, a.k.a. Crash Holly. Yeah. This was great. This would be a Mike Pave move right here. Um, yeah, Mike Pave always losing his temper, trying to fight people. <laughs> Classic Mike Pave. No, so, Mike Pave would do a dive off the balcony. Oh, okay. Is that Mike Modest? No, that's just oh, some guy. other guy. So, like, he was about to murder him. He was about to throw him off the balcony. Thousand dollars says you don't fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's calling him out. 
what is, is that a John Wayne statue behind him? <laughs> yeah. Not just the ghost of John Wayne. <laughs> Big John Wayne. Did you know if you pause beyond the mat, <laughs> you can see John Wayne. Man, just like in Three Men and a Little Baby. Yes. It's just three men and a baby. No, I merged the two. Three men and a little lady. Yeah, it was the uh, the threequel. Yes, yes. The threequel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roland gets very emotional here. <laughs> yeah, he's emotional because he owns. He's a crying like Bill Montana there. <laughs> you know, he, he has. He looks oh like Bill Montana. He really does. Does he look at Bill right there? He really does. Two Thunder has those pants. <laughs> look at that fucking Canadian tuxedo on uh, Mike <laughs> Modest. Uh, also, a side of the times, Roman Alexander has a beeper just hanging off yep. his fucking sweatpants. Why the? F- in what world would the promoter go with? He's two- he's pulling a May Young here. He's basically he's owning these guys. He That's trained them. Mula. Oh right! Don't don't put that on May. I just did. Don't put it on Johnny May. She's also real handsy. I heard. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Jim Cornette said he avoided the filming like the plague. And here he is. <laughs> well, he, yeah, they said they uh, they asked him to do something, and they said, he was like, they asked me to do the most benign thing and just tell him something, and I'm like, there's no way this is going to make the movie. And, of course, they put it right in the movie. <laughs> he was so mad. So these guys are getting a uh, tryout. And now, as you mentioned, Roland uh, doing his sure best was. impression of Fabulous Moolah. Right. Takes a percentage of these this guys these guys pay. What do you think they blocked out over there? Who's going over? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but there was other stuff that was underlined and circled. But you don't know what underlined. Cameo from Rocky Maivia on the back. Yeah, it's so funny. All the people you can see. Golga, real Golga, in Cartman, <laughs> real Cartman. <laughs> you know it's funny. Um, Donovan Morgan, or excuse me, Mike Modest and um, Tony Jones got their tryout like featured in here, right? But then Vic Grimes and Irish Aaron O'Grady had a fucking killer dark match, and they both got signed because of it. Oh, Bruce Pritchard and Gorilla. Did you ever talk about Beyond the Mat on his podcast? Yeah, they did a watch along with Beyond the Mat also, actually. So uh, don't uh, don't go listen. Yeah, don't to go, that don't go listen. To that. Stay right here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay with us. So Irish Aaron O'Grady, aka Crash Holly, dressed up like the Dan Ram, Danny Ramirez, yeah, Tony Jones. You know, um, I, if uh, I had to say one thing, Zach oh, Chris Daniels? Daniels, there he is, cameo, butterfly suplex. Wow, so was he also having a tryout this night? Yeah, they're in California, all these Cali guys. So, but like, in, I mean, in today's environment, they would never get like a, a match like this now. They would do it all before the show, before people are in. They would never let these guys go out there and they run just it. Have matches, yeah. But it was a different time. It was totally a different time. It just interests me that it's such a, a different environment now in the 2018 WWE. Yeah. I love Vince like coming over, just taking a quick look, and they do something that Fisherman Buster doesn't look very safe at, at the time. Um, and it, look, of course it it was. Yeah. But ooh. Kryptonite Crunch. I've never Jim seen must. That. I mean, uh, Jim Cornette must have hated that. <laughs> yeah, I'm and then, stealing it. Then Thrasher in the background. I'm stealing it. Fucking every fucking goddamn wrestler would say that. So too. good. Like hard cam, hard cam. Come on, Corderas. Yeah, Jimmy Corderas. Jimmy Corderas. 
Uh, interviewed by Mike Pavon, PM in the oh, A. Oh, you couldn't even remember his name now, but I could. I couldn't see who it was. Sure. Yes, you could. <laughs> Stop you sprawling out of my bed. <laughs> Stop <laughs> making a blanket for it. Maybe come out and watch the movie. Oh, I'm beyond the sleeping. <laughs> beyond the nap. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Oh, man. Is there anything better than a 69 jersey? <laughs> in 1999? No. Why? Like, I can't wait. I I want to get a tryout just so JC can come with me. <laughs> I get a percentage wearing a backwards baseball cap. Twenty percent. I got my beeper out. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Uh, one four three. Mike Pavel loves me. <laughs> oh my. Oh. <laughs> uh. You think they told Mick put the mask on before you go over there? Yeah, yeah. Don't kill the gimmick. I think Mick did. Okay, I gotta put the mask on. Uh, at one, we just saw Billy Gunn walks by these guys, and he's, and he's fucking humongous, monster. He's also an ass man. So, uh oh, uh oh, and here we are. Funker, Funker's been all over Three Way Theater lately. All over. He's been there for years. He sure has. We did mini sods with him on there when we talked about uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. We did Paradise Alley, an Paradise entire movie. Alley. So good, where he's like the main bad guy. The he's the heavy. He is the heavy. He is the heavy. Not the big bad, but the heavy. No. We've we've now seen him in uh, Beyond uh, Factor Fiction, Beyond Belief. Belief, Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. We saw him in the Fantastic Quantum Leap episode. Yep, and now probably in his greatest role ever. He's Terry he his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad to watch. Um, so know, it didn't make me sad because this just looked like my dad waking up in the morning. This would make me sad into knowing that this was nine. This was ninety-seven, where he was doing this match with Brett. Yeah. Um, how many years did he continue to wrestle? Is he still? Is he still wrestling now? I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Him and Jerry Lawler wrestled the match last year in Memphis. I'd watch it. Hell yeah! I tried to get a road trip together. No one was interested. I was. You also don't drive. Exactly. Um, I love this commercial. <laughs> He's dressed like his character from Quantum Leap. <laughs> Shiloh? <laughs> Where's your ball at? <laughs> Where's Dory? It's so odd. I mean, he's been middle-aged and crazy since the 80s. Seriously. Forever. 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 Famous. Famous, famous. I still prefer the promo where he calls Todd Pangel's mother a whore. Well, yeah. So this was at his, what, first retirement? Yeah, yep. <laughs> it sure was. And uh, it was like 77 or something. No. I love them talking. They're like, I think yeah. he's going to quit. At no. the wedding. Yeah, it's the fucking last thing I want to talk about at a fucking wedding. But that's like his life. I think it's all he knows. I know. Except for all those movie roles he had. Yeah, right? Like, he would have just stayed acting. Would have probably done a lot easier for him. And he yeah. kept getting, like, bit roles. Like, he just pops up in um, The Ringer. It's like, what? Oh, that's right. He wasn't. Well, because uh, Barry Blostein directed The Ringer. Okay. Right. So that's why he had uh, That's why they had Funk him in there, yeah. Terry Funk cleans up great. He sure does. So I'll tell you right now, Terry Funk's a handsome man. So handsome. Uh, he's very, uh, he's very handsome, ugly. He's ruggedly handsome. He's ruggedly Rugged. handsome. You called him handsomely ugly. Yeah, but he's rugged. Yeah, Mikey called him pug fugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Remember in the 90s when Fugly was a thing? You sure do. Good times. Rad, dude. Want some Surge? Yes. <laughs> Fugly. Uh, Man, the 90s were a wild time. I love this when he walks down the aisle and rolls his ankle and falls. <laughs> no, that's a later scene. Oh, he trumps forward, rolls, pops back up again. <laughs> He's falling asleep. Oh, man. How crazy. Like, t- I, was, I was reading a message board and somebody was said... Was it the, re- the Jurassic Park message board? No, not that one. That's oh. JC's exclusive message board. Yeah, that's what I call the cool board. And, um... I was somebody said Terry Funk hold on I don't wanna this is the best line in the entire mm-hmm. movie. talking about you're talking about the horrible arthritis talking about how he has no cushioning no cartilage between his knees it's just bone on bone and Terry Funk asks the question like hey should I if I don't get the surgery that I desperately need will I still will be, I be able to move around comfortably will I still be able to move around comfortably. <laughs> and, and the doctor says, You shouldn't be able to move around comfortably now. Yeah. <laughs> Here it comes. And it's just so good. Fucking. What a chronic. Line. He has chronic injuries pain, yeah. and pa- should be in chronic pain, and he is. But this motherfucker. It's just a normal time. Yeah. If you watch the Terry Funk. Banquet that ECW did. Yeah. This is before Beverly Legal 97. They did a banquet for Terry Funk. And it was kind of like a shoot interview slash roast with all the boys. And Paul Heyman tells this story. uh, And he was riding with Terry Funk. And Terry Funk had broken his tailbone the night before. Yeah. And. Which is incredibly painful. Very painful. And he's driving down the road and Terry Funk's sitting there and he's and he's 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 crying and he's like oh man he must be in so much pain that he's crying terry funk was upset that he would they were going to the next town and he was upset that he couldn't wrestle for the people in the next town because he literally broke his ass for the wrestling business and was upset that the people in the next crowd wasn't going to be able to see him to wrestle that's and that's cr- yeah. why he was crying. What a fucking pro. Like, it's fucking amazing. I love Terry Funk. The Funker, man. But somebody said that uh, Terry Funk was overrated because of his work with ECW. And Who I said, said that? It was on a message board. Oh. And I responded with, I believe Terry Funk is underrated because of his run with ECW because people only think of his ECW run. But he had a great run. Well, he, he he because he was everywhere. Yeah. NWA. He was in the WWF. He did ECW. He was yep. on. Like he's a man. He's a journeyman. Yeah. Um. As a as we watch them getting into ECW here, mm-hmm. um, being huge ECW. Yes, fans, this was awesome. It was fucking. It was cool to see WWF, but like ECW was like my this like, is it. baby. Like this is awesome. Listening to Paul, yeah, Paul recording in his fucking mom's basement. Or consequences. Fucking Tommy. He's like, uh, yeah, I just need to throw this load in the dryer. Real Can fast. I get a little Capri Sun? Can you ask your mom to get a Capri Sun? <laughs> Like, the people that ran ECW, of course, Paul, of course, Tommy, but you got guys like Saturn and Taz, like, running the school and taking merch, to answering phones and taking merch orders. I love the ironing while Joey's yeah. doing the, the inserts. 
Uh, and it, it really talk about breaking the like pulling the curtain back. Yeah, yeah. they, the they kind of yeah. The way that it's produced, and they you wouldn't have known that they were doing it in a fucking no somebody's so, spare laundry room. But I feel like that almost helps ECW, where people are like, "Fuck yeah, this is this is us. This is mm-hmm. it is it absolutely. It, it, that's why they talked about being a cult mentality. And it was it was that was Mikey right there screaming. <laughs> and Mikey's like. Fuck WWF, fuck WCW. <laughs> yeah, as as an ECW fan for me, being in the theater watch, this was what my bread and butter was. This is what I was so excited about. And I can, I never got to experience ECW. I got to experience Ring of Honor, which in the early in the early to mid two thousands had such a similar feel. This probably a lot of similarities. This speech is amazing. Yeah. Fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck, Fuck you, we're right. right. What a line. Wait for it. Where is he? The man, the myth, the legend. We should be seeing uh, Paul Richards soon. That's exactly what I was trying to build towards. Oh, the extreme enforcer Paul Richards. Yeah. Cha-ching. Oh, 15 shit. cents. God damn it. Too extreme. Oh, my God. He was such a good... Why did his best promos take place in the back? <laughs> Because he was the inspiration. They talk, talk about him being the David Koresh. So I, was just, I was literally going to say he should have been a cult leader. Yeah. He was. Fucking he was a cult leader. Yeah. And we were a part of that at, cult. At, look at Blue Meanie drinking the fucking blue Kool-Aid. <laughs> but he was a cult leader that put money back into his cult, not into his own pocket a lot of the time. Yeah. Which makes him a unique uh, cult leader, really. Because he had an idea, and he took that idea and took it to the extreme, if you will. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Francine. Eating a 20-foot-long sub. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess that isn't a gimmick. <laughs> She's just been trying to eat that sandwich. The eagle's oh, nest. I thought it was the crow's nest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The Spritzing eagle's down my nest. hair. Some things never change in wrestling. <laughs> it might have been the eagle's nest. Now I don't know. Now I'm questioning everything. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, like the eagle's nest. Uh, I think I was thinking of the crows, but it was Raven's Raven Nest. Had the, I think it was the Eagle's Nest. I think you're right. All right. I'll take it. Now, this is barely legal, right? Barely yep. fucking legal. So, man, they were really right there for what like great timing it was yes. for this documentary. So this thing, peak wrestling. Peak yeah. wrestling. And if WCW, if WCW had agreed to what a lot of footage, then it would have been even bigger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sam Remember that from Best in Show? That Sandman that threw that with his fucking insane yep. accuracy. It drunk Sandman. We talked about before. <clears throat> Paul Richards to the right. Yep. Extreme enforcer Paul Richards. Reaching. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing his ECW. I love fucking. I love wow. Raven be like, listen, they're going home. Like they're going right now. Yeah. Look at how many. Out. So look at WWF the Raw and look at them with all the people watching. It's just not a couple of people. It's. And the entire locker room. Extreme Enforcer, Paul Richards. We're up to like 50 cents now. Stop Damn it, yeah, name. stop saying his name. I can't. <laughs> Every time I see him, I have to take his drink. Oh. Oh, Third my God. One, two. Future uh, Best in Show guest, world famous Uncle Derek, was at this show. Really? really? At that Legal? must have been so amazing. You say world famous Uncle Derek? The world famous <laughs> Uncle Derek, <laughs> WFUD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Man is not being arrested. 
We did, we did it. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is so emotional. Like even watching this now. I think it's more emotional when he's just sitting in the back and he just gets a beer. He just starts. Yeah. He just takes a sip out of a beer. I had that shirt. <laughs> that was you. That was you. <laughs> Coughing up blood. Oh my god. Was that like iodine? Yeah, I think so. Do you think that WWE sent a medical crew? Like, is that their medical crew? Is that a, a, a ambulance that had to be on hand? Like, no, I think that was Nurse. Think uh, that was I think that was Nurse Cratchit or whatever <laughs> her name was. They, they, that was a, that was their room. That was their medical. I area. think for pay per view, I'm pretty sure there's probably a legit like. Well, we mentioned WWE helped them a lot with this pay per view. Like, I can see them. Yeah, maybe sending a few officials out there, or I mean, a few. Uh, I could also see it since they were filming for Beyond the Mat that they were like, make sure if anything happens. <sighs> like I, just, this is amazing. And where was the show? New York, Philly. That was at the ECW Arena. Okay. God, you know what's funny? Um, Mick Foley originally was supposed to be the Jake the Snake Roberts role in this movie, but. Um, because the guy knew him from when his Cactus Jack days, and he was shocked to find out that he was a huge star. <laughs> or also a very happy family man. Exactly. Like, you know, happily married, a beautiful daughter, Do you th- a kid, a son. Yeah. She's a beautiful daughter now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, now, in 2018. Yeah. This made me <clears throat> fall in love with McFoley. You weren't uh, already in love with him? <laughs> but, like, yeah, brother! Oh, yeah, Taz, I love you. Even just, like, these two guys. Like, you got Terry Funk and Mick Foley who've, like, killed each other throughout. And they're just, like, hanging out. You get the whole fucking thing from Mick, too, as you see. The more we beat each other up, the more money we make. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I'm surprised that you weren't already. I was. Yeah. I was. But, like. Mm, beefy. It was just, this is such a, this movie had such an impact on me. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Because it, it like spoke everything he says as narrating this movie is spot on. Like that's me. I feel the same way. Like finally somebody gets it. Yeah. yeah. And somebody's making a movie about what I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showing what I see in it. Well, and also not shaming it. Right. Like, it's yeah. not like it's okay to be a wrestling fan because we all the these these people. Batters up. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be on the rise and fall. <laughs> hey Richard, I think I see Bone. <clears throat> I love his dad. <clears throat> For what? <laughs> He's still terrified of his dad. That's awesome. <laughs> His dad, Jack Foley. There Man, his kids are so fucking young. Holy shit. And she still loves the word nipples. I mean, yeah. That's... Uh, so much fucking shit came from this goddamn movie. It just... And you know, I bet that wouldn't have even been a big thing in her life now if it wasn't caught on camera right, forever. Right, it Of course wouldn't. Like... It, you know, Mick Foley and his dad and his parents almost remind me of Weird Al Yankovic and his parents, where he just loves <laughs> them so much and just means everything to them. I think it's great, like, when you see that support. Like, yeah, I think definitely. it's, you know. 
Goddamn Danny Tucker. He wrote uh, Airplane, right? That was Danny Tucker. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and Ivan Reitman. <laughs> right. Men. Mick. Foley and Funk really do have that same mentality. Very much so. Where they'll just fucking just keep going and keep going. And they'll do fucking Meltzer! Yeah, big arm Dave Meltzer! Seven stars! <laughs> Fuck, man. Talk about how stupid the Meltzer I didn't hit this yet. I'll hit you. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about how stupid the Meltzer scale's gotten? Yeah. Did, did Dave Meltzer jump the shark? Yes. Yeah, how you can't go past five stars? You know what the worst thing is? I was like, you know what? He's a journalist. I respect his opinions, and if he wants to give something five stars, I don't have to like necessarily agree with him, but I will respect his ratings. But now he's going seven fucking stars. Like, what are you talking about? Just well, still wears that outfit. <laughs> same size. <laughs> same size. So like, if you're if you're raising things up, right? In that in that instance, like there's yeah. six and seven stars now. Does that mean that a, a fucking four and a half star match before is now a fucking five star match? No, that and that's the problem. That's the problem. By ret- you can't retroactively no, you go can't. back. Yes, he so did. Did he? He, did. Masawa, he went back and Masawa and Kawada from 1994. He made a six star match. Looking back at it, Ugh. like come on. But that's the only one. Dave, you jump the shark. In every single... I was a torch guy. I'm a Wade Keller guy. Oh, yeah. Ah, Ah, There it is. Classic. (laughs) She knows what she's doing. (laughs) Kane Dewey. Kane Dewey. I love that angle. That was great. This was before Huey and Louie. That's true. Where things just took a weird Disney turn. Colette still looked amazing. She looks fucking fantastic. Did they ever finish adding those episodes of Holy Moly, Holy, Holy Foley? Foley? I believe so. No, I was training to be a wrestler. Whatever happened with that? Was that just for the show? They never yeah. really did anything? I yeah. think so. They, they never came of it. But I could I could see her wanting to. I mean, I guess that's why they gave Dewey the job as a writer for a while there, right? For the show. Right. Yeah. How long did he still do it? I don't think so. Last? I think Freddie Prinze is still there, though. No. Yeah, I think so. No way. Freddie Prinze left a while ago. He left before he was the guest uh, host of Raw. Oh, all right. Look at that beautiful blouse on He just washed up on the fucking (laughs) shore. (laughs) He's got seaweed all over him. Calling the police. (laughs) He's that swamp monster from that Memphis video. Yes. (laughs) Man. <laughs> Answering machines of 1999. Yeah, right. That was the height of fucking technology. AT&T. <laughs> Better get that AT&T plug, brother. Hey, it's Cactus Jack. Look at the little tiny cassette tapes he has in there. Little cute little. little, little, little cute. You never had an answering machine like that? No, no. I, just, I just don't. I think people. I think people don't like kids today. Don't know what the fuck. No, that kids is. today do not know. That's why they don't understand Spiderweb. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking in the spider web. So leave a message and I'll call you back. Leave a voicemail and I'll call you back. <laughs> I'll send you callers ID. Anymore. Nobody calls people. It's true. Why would you want to? Call me, maybe. Imagine if you landed on a fucking monitor. Or the guardrail. Like Randy Orton did at WrestleMania 30. Mm, that was fucking awful. When he uh, was the powerbomb RKO. Yeah. That fucking guy. 
What did you so uh, for the Hell of Cell ninety eight? Was that something? I uh, I remember it exactly, and I remember having um, my girlfriend at the time, Katie Mercedes. Uh, little Rob. brother coming over, and that was his very first experience of pro wrestling. Really, was the fucking Mick Foley being thrown off the Hell in the Cell? And I'm at the time I'm, I'm ta- I was telling him like this isn't what happens at every show. Like this is fucking crazy right now. So we were just talking about Meltzer ratings for the Hell in the Cell '98. What's your star Eight rating for stars. the stars? <laughs> Hell in the Cell '98. <laughs> this this yeah this the ma- mankind. Versus Undertaker with but four it, well, here's stars. Here's the thing. It wasn't a good... F- it was, that's what I... Right. It was just the fucking Emotion, right? It was a spectacle. It was a, if you break down all the shit in between... It's a spectacle. It's not that great. Like, no, it's not a, it's not a wrestling right. match. Because when but, Mick Foley's legitimately knocked out, it's like he can only do like, something. Like, as far as the this. impact in the fucking wrestling world, fucking eight stars, man. Listen, I'm I'm with you. The impact on McFoley, but it's only because people can't say, "Oh, that's not a wrestling match." It wasn't a wrestling no. match. It was a goddamn fight. It was a war. It, it was, was a stunt show. It was a stunt. But like the emotion, the passion, the yeah, the spectacle. You guys were yeah. I mean, much like SummerSlam 1992, it's a spectacle. Oh, that's good for a future future drop. Yeah, man. Jake, what do you made it? I'll, I'll give I would give it a five star. Right. I said I don't go above five. I would no, give so it a that, five star. You know, I was just, no, sure no, I know, I know, I know you are. So no, I, but I, I would say that for because you know I loved the first Hell in a Cell match like with with uh, HBK and Taker. That yeah. was a good because that was a good wrestling match with doing match. the gimmick. But as far as spectacle goes, you can't get any bigger than than. And I think it's definitely is is the first Hell in a Cell match the best the better match. Probably. Yes. Yeah. But. The second one over doesn't have the crazy emotion. It fucking it doesn't with it. the fucking the debut of Kane. That's gotta be. That's gotta be Kane. Kane. What a fucking spot that was. It was a great debut. One of the best debut. We're gonna do a mini cast on that. Best debuts Ooh. right after this. Oh no! <laughs> Number one, Ronda Rousey. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! Hot takes. I'm gonna hit you in the tooth of this mic. God damn it, stats. Truly. <laughs> Comes through. You can. So since Jake the Snake's one of your favorite wrestlers of all time, yeah. remember Jake? How did you feel watching this? Um, pretty terrible. Because uh, obviously, being 11 years old, like you don't really know, or did you? Like you don't. When know I was a, when I was a kid, I assumed facing demons was meant that he no longer believed in God and he was like. Anti-God, and that's why he came back super religious. That's what that meant to me as a kid. Because I didn't fucking know. Because I was six years old when he came back. Mm-hmm. And then this is when I realized that demons meant fucking... He was smoking fucking crack and holding up promoters for fucking to get him fucking a bag before he shows up. Like You think Jerry Lawler crossed the line during their feud in the WWF and pouring actual Jim Beam down his throat? That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, especially for Was somebody. it real? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it not supposed to be? It was not supposed and, and to be. And Jerry Lawler dumped real Jim Beam down his throat. Um, especially. If, and when you have all those people going against your sobriety, people wanting you to break, people yep. taunting you to break, that's so fucked. Because all it takes is one whiff of it. Even yeah. just the smell of it could have fucking turned him around. Like, 
is Jake the Snake kind of like the Keith Richards of pro wrestling though, where he cannot die by conventional weapons? Because he's yeah. like he should have been dead a thousand times. He should have yeah. been dead, right? And he's still kicking. Yeah, and better, better than ever. Well, I don't know. not ever. Well, he, he helped him out though. He's, he's back on a fucking. He's in a better place. Exactly. The thing is, you're always going to be a potential victim. You're always going to be able to fall back into. He's an it. addict, so he's a recovering he's, addict, right. and it, you're always recovering. So there is no fixing it. It's right. just dealing with it and surviving it and trying to be better. Every day is a new day. It's uh, <laughs> he's fa- oh my god. These fucking fans, it sucks. <laughs> you know. If you had to predict that girl's future, what would you say? <laughs> look to the she's right. She's already dead. Oh. She's in a gutter. Mrs. DDT. Look, 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 look oh, at Mrs. DDT. Gross. Fucking gross. Ah! WC no! Fields nose. Ah! Fucking Beckley's nose. Was that, wasn't that a character from Dick Tracy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's Leia nose. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Ugh. See, like... I love that Jake fucking. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even like look down on him that much because of this. Like, no, I don't think looking down on him. It's just it definitely was a bummer to like see this side of it. When you see him piss in a bucket. Although Jake Roberts did say pissing in a bucket was. Uh, he did that as a joke for the camera, and they just <laughs> showed it. Right, but then they frame it like a very sad yeah. thing. Aww, Coco oh, and Frankie. R.I.P. Coco. Aww. And Coco. R.I.P. Frankie. Coco and Coco. Oh, Coco the Gorilla? Yep. Aww. I just watched Coco the movie. It's pretty good. Oh, like the, the animated yeah. Pixar the movie? Or is it Pixar? Yeah, I think it's Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Right. You love cartoons, huh? I, they're, they're great movies. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking cartoon. Yeah, okay. do I need to see that one? Yeah? <laughs> I don't think so. Fucking watch it, goddammit. And watch us for our next Coco Watch Along. <gasps> so what would you rather have me watch, Moana or Coco? Moana. 100%. I'm not watching it. You were watching Moana last night. Was I? You were? Oh. I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been standing at the edge of the water. water. What a good house for that indie show. Fucking Jake the fucking snake. That's what shows were in those fucking, like, 97 and, and 99. the South. I yeah. can't wait till we do Heroes of Wrestling, where this really, like, resonates. Uh, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> Who's he in there with? I don't know. It's someone. He looks like fucking David Schultz. <laughs> Maybe. Small Dave Schultz. He looks like Randy Rose. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Ah! 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 I hate snakes. Really? Would you do the snake spot? No. You wouldn't. No. I I I can I am so scared of snakes. Really? Yeah. Why? Was no reason. You get, or do you have snakes? Are you going to throw a bunch of snakes on me? No. Why, would, why are you smirking like that? Why did you just you just winked at me? No, I didn't. You're winking at me right now. Stop mm. that. Yeah, either, are you having a stroke? A little bit of column A. <laughs> a little bit of column B. A little bit of column ambulance. <laughs> So this girl's probably our age by right now. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's probably um, true. She was probably like 15, yep. 16 here. I don't know. She looks like 12. <sighs> no, she's older than 12. Yeah. Is he still wearing his green tights yep. underneath his sweatpants? <laughs> he sure is. He didn't even wear those in the ring. He wore the sweatpants. 
Why doesn't he just wear the tights? Oh, I gotta go. I can't right now. The towel really works to hide him and conceal him. The giant man. He he was in the ring, put on a jacket, and wrapped his head up and just walked out. <laughs> he looks like an extra from Mad Max right now. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to go Beyond Thunderdome. See you guys later. That was the sequel, Beyond Thunderdome. That was Beyond actually... Uh, oh, yeah. You get it? I got it. I, I liked it. No, I, I got it. Then we'll go to Brian Fury Road. Oh, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Man. One, it's cool that, like, for this guy to, like, be driving in the car with Jake the Snake Roberts yeah. and, like, getting to hear him talk and tell stories. But also, like, to see that, like, really peeling that onion and seeing, like, that. Deeper layer. Yeah. Grizzly Smith. Fuck. The story of Jake Roberts is probably the most tragic and fucked up it's, shit ever. We thought we were going to make a movie about that. I remember hearing a bunch of different things like they were talking about. Like, it might have been, af- been after this. Like There was all the, like, oh, that's a real story right there. Grizzly Smith doing his daily hitting a rock with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> use this, you don't do that. It's use fun. There's a bitch on that rock. Oh, oh shit. Man. Damn. Like Pava. Hot take on an old dead man. <laughs> I'm going to shovel these leaves, and then I'm going to hit this rock with a hammer. <laughs> I'm going to take these leaves and I'm going to throw them over here. Uh, Grizzly, you got to hope it's going to pay off in the end or something like that. You're just... Uh... And tomorrow I, sh- sh- I shovel the leaves from over there and throw them back where they were today. <laughs> then I walk across the street with this plate glass. <laughs> Why? Uh, you know, just because. <laughs> Hopefully, I hope that pays <laughs> off for you. Wayne's World 2. Hot take, Wayne's World 2 is better than Wayne's World 1. Hot take. Rush Hour 2 is better than Rush Hour 1. Yeah, what about Rush Hour 3? Not so good. Shut the fuck up! Uh-huh. Hot take. Speed 2 is better than Speed 1. Nope, that's the worst take I've ever heard. <laughs> that is... That... Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Fucking Speed 2 Cruise Control? Cruise Control, that, baby. We're in a boat! They're on a boat! It's not even... Like this. Oh my god! I fucking hate goddamn cruise control! Does the boat have, like, a speedometer? <laughs> no! How do they, they tell? Knots, Don Knots. How fast? Did they, how do they tell how fast they were? Thirty-seven going? knots. <laughs> that true? Maybe. Fifty-five. Sounds clicks. about right. Either way, it's the stupidest thing ever. That movie's fucking awful. Keanu Reeves it, cheated on her. No, they just did. You know, fucking very physical relationships never last. No, 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 fucking stupid. Goddamn. What? That's funny. Listen, I'm a big Sandy Bullock fan, but. Oh yeah, Jake's sister was murdered. Oh yeah, back to yeah. Wait. Did you call her Sandy Bullock? Yeah, Sandy, oh, Sandy yeah. All right. You got a problem with that? Yeah. No. You, you, you guys, cl- you guys close? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't classify as close, but like close like, friends. Yeah. You get a Christmas card every year. I mean, she's. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to brag, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two JC love Sandy. Yeah. I also get letters from Sandy Duncan too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How's she doing? They're not too good. <laughs> <laughs> Better days. That explains all those letters from Sandy Star. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so your letters from Sandy Hook never happened. I'm a part of a Sandy fan. Yeah, I'm part of a, a Sandy fan club. Are you from club. Sandusky, Ohio? I am. I work for Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're watching a movie. You're watching the Beyond <laughs> the Mate. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, smooth yeah. jazz. Just cuts over and Barry Blostein's just playing a sax. <laughs> Listen, I'm all about more jazz in many situations. NCW loves jazz. Yeah, especially Fitness? Jazz Congress, my new band that I manage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How are they doing? Not too good. <laughs> really got bad management. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their manager? Uh, 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 fly under the radar, GC. Oh, I think you fly under the radar. I didn't even know that. Yeah, huh? So that's completely blacked out windshield. <laughs> sure, it does not. Oh, there we go. Okay, kinda. Mm. Very dark. Very nicely tinted. I wish you had those nice tints. China. <laughs> Learned a lot about China on our yeah. last mini sode. Yeah, I'm a little handsy. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, did you love China? Um. I did. This made me like China a lot more. She seems so likable in this. Yeah. And Very I, personable. Like, even just that first part they show of her, like, joking with her friend. Yeah. It's like, all right. Like, she's... Do you think she got fucked over by the WWE and everything that happened, like, with Triple H and things like that? Yes. Yes. Do you think she should have already been inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Mm, yeah. And the Battle Royal probably should have been named after her. <sighs> I can't argue with that at all. Although I did love woman ever to be in a Royal Rumble. Although I did love somebody's idea to make it like the sensational Sherry. Like, how about Luna Vachon? I mean, there was a million better options. <laughs> Fuck fabulous Mula. She's a fucking bitch. You heard her here first, boys. <laughs> heard her here last. <laughs> um, well, we'll eventually get to see China again on Three Way Theater, and we inevitably do uh, just another romantic comedy, another romantic wrestling comedy. Oh. Is that a porn? No, it's not. It's one of those parody uh, movies that's based in wrestling. Hey, All right. local Oops. man. Hi, soon. Little Spike Dudley. Point at him, falls. <coughs> well, you gotta, so this came out in the summer of 99. Uh, Spike Dudley showed up at that NCW like two months later. Really? to watch that like awful, awful match. Mikey, did, did Spike Dudley inspire you at all? Um, Spike was not an inspiration. Um, but he was despite our despite our size uh, similarities. Um, I could see I would definitely be a Spike if it were up to certain promoters. That kind of lion killer. I mean that you know the come this of a, fall, Spike part of a lion <laughs> giant killer type deal. So. Um, not to say I don't like Spike, but I liked like I, I liked the Chris Candido uh, was an inspiration. So, little Chris Candido, little Mikey. How about Coco Candido. Beware? What about Coco Beware? I love Flair. high energy. I yeah, I also love high high energy. fucking loved high energy. WrestleMania three footage. Look at those Zubas. They're really lucky they got the footage from the WWF to do this. Yep. Or else there would have been nothing. But, then, but didn't they try to stop it after it Yeah, happened? they tried to redact the footage. I thought that was Wrestling with Shadows. No, they tried to stop like, them from... Because they were going to promote it, and they were going to be like, watch this fucking movie. They gave them full access in the back. Exactly. Original so like, footage. And then and then for whatever reason, they... Do you think it was the Rock Mankind stuff? Um, from what I heard, Linda McMahon 
is really the person that wanted to put the kibosh on it because she was it, looking for a future political run. She said that it didn't make the WWF seem fun. I don't know. I think breaking in like this only wanted me to break into wrestling even more. <laughs> Why is Jesse Ventura just sitting there watching a kid fucking play with a yo-yo? What Why the- not? <laughs> this is the, f- this yeah. is the weirdest ass fucking. That's what happens when you're a governor That's of Minnesota, do, man. I've never noticed this before. That kid had to fight so many other yo-yo kids to get to the fucking governor's office. The Minnesota Yo-Yo Championships. Yep, the MYYC. And Jesse Ventura blew a puff of smoke of cigar in his face. <laughs> yo-yo now, kid. The body. Vince coming out looking like that was one of the craziest reveals ever. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. Coming out looking like a fucking. It lo- his body looked fake. Yep. Yes. Well, he's like a, the true action figure. Yeah. Who would have won in a fight, Vince McMahon or Eric Bischoff, if he showed up at Slamber? Vince McMahon. Mikey? I'm going to say Vince, even though. Eric has <laughs> his kickboxing skills. He's got yeah, he's, yeah. He's got training in 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 that. So Vince I mean, would have mauled him. Vince is Vince would fucking. I think Vince would have literally mauled him, where he just ran and tackled him and just started punching his face, mauling in. him like literally like scratching him like. Because Vince is just big. Yeah. Oh Vince, shit, Vince Buddy Christ fan hard. favorite, New Jack. Mikey, did New Jack inspire you? He inspired me as New Jake. Yep. <laughs> you know, I actually think New Jack's cool as shit, and I would work him in a heartbeat. New Jack is awesome. Listen, he's Denzel's friend. He's not Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> he's Denzel's friend. He's Denzel's buddy. Like, if you're not a fucking idiot, he's not going to fucking hurt you. Like, Jesus Christ. he's He knows what he's doing. He's a smart guy. Draws in, draws ECW. in ECW. What a, how? When did that happen? That must have. Well, ninety-seven. Whatever, ninety-seven. Yeah. Right? So weird. Maybe, maybe I even late ninety-six. I've seen draws at some of the Wonderland shows. You see Brockus? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I did see Brockus. Do you remember there was like a the motorcycle kid? Or dirt bike kid? The, 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 is that does that sound? The yeah, something. Kid? Yeah, but in that time, is that like a thing? Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Where he came out wearing a like a mask, yeah, and then he took he it had... off, and he had a mouth mask, and then he took that off. I guess. I don't know why that just popped in my head, but like thinking of draws and like brackets and like these. This is such a pre nine eleven moment. Watching the air like at the airport. Yeah. Everybody just hanging out. Um, I'll show you. I'll 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 show you a match of the dirt bike kid, and you can tell me if it's him later. I mean, it's gotta be. This sounds very so yeah. familiar. Ha <laughs> 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 Um, New Jack just. I could see act, New Jack getting into acting. Yeah, I would see him with like a nice hairpiece. Yeah, like that would be really great. It just sounds hilarious. I would I would hire New Jack for my movie. It'll yes. be in the Clue movie that we write. Yes. Everyone knows it was him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just got a fucking weapon. Bloody knife. New Jack, did you kill him? Goddamn right I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you guys think New Jack has sexuality and charm? I think he's got a lot of potential there. A lot of potential. <laughs> 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 It'll be Denzel's pal. Here's the thing. 
I agree with that. Yes, yeah, that's not like, wrong. Yeah. Not Maybe. everybody can be Denzel. You're doing, oh, New Jack, you're so real. This is the fucking banquet I was just talking about. No, it isn't. Shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, just razzing you. Oh. That's what we're going to do when we do the Mike Pava uh, banquet slash roast. Look at New Jack. That's going to be Jake dressed up like yeah. that. <laughs> White hat. It's going to be like, doot, doot, doot. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. <laughs> Look at all the... Is that Rob Feinstein? Yep. I have this on VHS somewhere. What? Let's watch the entire, two VCRs. The entire banquet. Find that shit, motherfucker. It's in storage. We're going to go through it one day. Let's get it. I want to go. Do you have a bunch of VHS? Tapes? I have a shit ton of everything, and I gotta get rid of it somehow. Bring it to me. Where are you gonna put it? I'm gonna convert it. Oh, well, yeah. Into the digital age. Cool. Probably gonna talk about this off the air. That's fine. No, let's <laughs> talk about it. We are about to see a legend, though. WrestleFest. WrestleFest, baby. Yeah. yeah. Very first WrestleFest. Is that safe? Did that say 50 years of funk because it's his 50th birthday? I yes, I believe so. Mm. Or did it? Was it talking about like Dory Funk Senior, like me. the Funk family? You just burped right into right the mic. into it. And at the last second, you tried to pull it away, but it didn't work. There's the man That's right here. It. There he is, Dennis Fudamuck and Stamp, the man most famous, made most famous from this movie. You think? Yes. yes. Like who wasn't already famous? Yes. Nobody knew who Dennis Stamp was. People still talk about Dennis Stamp to this fucking day. R.I.P. Dennis Stamp. Oh, yeah. Did He's, he recently pass away? It wasn't too long ago, yeah. A couple years, maybe? He teamed with uh, Dick Justice. Oh, they just moved the years over. I couldn't... Oh, oh. Oh, oh. It's 50, 50 years, years of funk, yeah. baby. Yep. 50 years And of Express. Funk. 50 years of funk. Oh. Uh. September 11th. Fuck. And Express. Oh. September 11th, 1997. Damn. Oh, never forget. <laughs> Dan Terry, you bastard. I can't <laughs> believe what you did. Bret Hart versus Terry Funk. Terry Funk for the WWF title. How great. So cool. So she should have went under the bottom. <laughs> and then he, he would have held it open for her and <laughs> broke it because he's fucking Terry Funk. <laughs> so I was thinking. Don't ever do that again. So if we're going to be short of it, yeah, best in show. Because the Jeff Learns Wrestling guys not being able to. <laughs> I'm sorry, just laughing and jumping the train. Oh, what, that old Dennis Stamp jumping. <laughs> yeah, in his, hey, un, in his trunk. Listen, you never know when they're going to fucking call again. He hadn't had a match since 91. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, brother. He you hasn't know? been in the movie since Paradise Alley. Yeah. You know who always brings his gear to shows? Dennis fucking Stamp. <laughs> Mike Paley used to do that, too. He used to. It's true. Mainly because he forgot to take it out of the car. <laughs> so you were saying, because you were going to miss the best in show. Oh, um, I was thinking maybe we replace that and we review the Terry Funk show where he had his last match in 97. I would love to do that show. That'd be great. There's some uh, there's some great matchups. There's some great, unique matches. I would love to do that. That'd be cool. Done. Approved. You oh. tell him, Dennis. Old dogs. <laughs> Your spot. This is uh, one of Mikey's favorite spots coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
can just think about this and just crack up laughing. Uh, do you think fucking Dennis Stamp was being a bit of a baby? Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. You were. R.I.P. You were being such a fucking baby. Yes. Like, why don't you just go? And like see. Terry Funk's literally like, all right, I'll, like I'll, you can referee the match. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Well, he already has plans, and he can't cancel them. It's it, yeah, right. It's even even though it's not, <laughs> it could have been Terry Funk's last match, and he's just not going to be Listen, there for his best friend. This could have been his last breath. He almost fucking takes a digger here in about a second. Oh, here it comes. Oh, 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 oh. dude, where's his fucking ankle? He's that's a total JC move. That looks like if that. <laughs> Really, it really is. sure fucking did. And then he had to wrestle. In this movie, Dennis Stamp says something to the effect of... Oh, can they spray our Freshly spray painting. Yeah, we need to do That's that. That's smart. Indoors. They smart. got high as fuck off of it. It's... Uh, <gasps> wait. <gasps> what? He's there. Oh, it costs oh. $134 to change his ticket. Uh, I'll get half of it back. He goes, oh, to main event, to, to referee the main event? You kidding me? Fifty bucks. <laughs> Hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> oh my god. Hot dog and a handshake. That's a great idea. <laughs> I, I yeah, I made it all myself right now. Yeah, I'm gonna make a podcast called Hot Dog and a Handshake. No, wait. Yep. So to appease, to appease, no, then to appease, he. Some gives him the main event to referee it. Yes. Yeah. But to, to, to Dennis Stamp, he's in like, the main event. He's in the main Exactly. Yeah. He's in the main event. Right. Like, I, of course I'm going to cancel my, my plane ticket. I, of course I'll burst out of a present and run out. <laughs> main event, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'll double choke slam those guys. <laughs> well, it, oh looks, well, it looks like I ate a fucking giant powdered donut. So, <laughs> Dennis Stamp says something to the effect of, yeah, being Sabu versus Mankind. The, the triple threat, wasn't it? Who else was in there? Oh, wait, maybe it was just them. But anyway, Dennis Stamp says something to the effect of, you know, Dory Funk Jr.'s on this show, and I know I can have a better match than whoever the guy Dory Funk Jr.'s wrestling. I know I can have a better match than him. Do you know who Dory Funk Jr. wrestled that night? Who? Rob Van Dam. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'd love to see Dennis Stamp versus Rob Van Dam. Okay, yeah. I'd be all about that. Terry and Dory. Oh, look at his tiny song. I think Terry's going to be able to see that. His glaucoma. <laughs> oh, who's oh, that? God. They, they can just kiss him? They made out. Is that fucking Iago Carcass? <laughs> yup. Bad <laughs> Regis Philbin is right next to him. Wow, look at him lift those peaches. It's just Sandman's wife. <laughs> um, that's my favorite ECW title. Oh, yeah? Too bad Terry Funk stole it. Look <laughs> at young Balls Mahoney. Did you see that? Yeah. Yep. He wasn't even that young. Small Ball Mahoney. Okay, that's fair. Small Ball Mahoney. <laughs> yeah, that's what they called him in the locker room. But he yeah. was so skinny during his <laughs> WWF run. Santa Claus? No, during his oh. e- WWE ECW run. He was so skinny. He lost so much weight. Oh, no, Brett. And Terry beat up Brett for a while. Boom. Shabadoo. Big John Wayne. With a tear in his eye. Look at Dennis Stamp. Dennis, Dennis is so happy. 
You go out on your back. Turns out Bret Hart was dead <laughs> for 20 minutes. What? How could he? Oh. Well, How that's it. Terry Funk's career over right then and there. Yep. Double pin spot. What a way to go out, Terry. Man, I can't believe that was it. It wasn't televised. It was nothing. Yep. I hate that his blood drips on the fucking microphone. <laughs> yeah, you would be freaking out if that happened. Put it away. Put it away. That's why we have mic socks so that we can change. That's and true. then sell if Terry Funk blood on him. <laughs> Get your own Terry Funk mic sock. Um, when I come back, I'm going to change my name to Mike Sock. All right. No, you should just sell Mike Socks. Just yeah. socks with your face on them. Brilliant. Yeah. Sock it to you, baby. You knock him out. Your knockout punch finishing maneuver. Pop Mike Sockets. The weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that was it. That was at the end of the career. So, so what, a, what a milestone. You know? What was that, 97? <laughs> yep. Man. <laughs> Doesn't feel like that long. <laughs> no. Because not only that, he would he would obviously go on to be Chainsaw Charlie and do the gimmick with, with Foley there. Yeah. Then he was teaming with Scorpio for a while yep. in WWF. So he's yeah, like, yeah, funk I'm going to... Funk. Yeah. Funk and Funk. Flash Funk and Terry. Then funk. he would eventually become WCW Hardcore well, yeah, champion. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to leave for a while. I'm going to be gone. And it would take a couple years off when he was teaming with Bradshaw, and then Bradshaw clotheslined him. Yep. And then, uh, then he came back for WCW. He was president, commissioner of WCW. He was the hardcore champion. Yep. Um, he was there for what, like until on, the end, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, and then he's still wrestling on the indies. He came back for fucking ECW, ECW to wrestle uh, a tag team match, right? Yeah. Him and Tommy versus Edge and Mick Foley. Yep. That was great. That was a fucking... Yeah, with uh, Beulah and Lita in the oh, corners. God. We got to review that show sometime. Yeah, that was great. Um, But yeah, like, man, Funk's career... Like, <laughs> you were watching this and you're like, wow, Terry Funk's last match. But even when this match came out, he had already been back for a year and a half. Yep. <laughs> so it's like his... Retirement lasted three months. Yes. Back to the snake. Back oh. to yep. Oh, his daughter. Oh, man. You know gypped is a racial slur? Yeah, gypsies. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. We can't say gypped anymore? Nope. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I've been saying it. I didn't realize it was yeah. something you can't say. That's yeah, a the gyp. gyps attacked Pearl Harbor. Yep. <laughs> They'll do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. Hot take. Damn. Mike Pence. I'm saying they will. I'm saying they would. Yes. No, you said they will. You, yeah, you said, you said they will again is what you said. Yeah, they, they, they would. If <laughs> they had the chance. Backtracking. You know. I hate that his fucking dumb daughter has her <laughs> dumb friends in the room. It's like, well, you want to have a fucking moment? It's like, no, these my friends are going to stay. Although maybe she just didn't feel comfortable being alone with Jake. I don't. I don't know. The cameramen were in there. Story of my life. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable being alone with Jake. That's what I tell Mikey every time. Oh yeah. Oh, suck it up. Buttercup. For real. Peanut butter cup. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cup. I just, want a, I just want a peanut butter cup. Yeah. Love the Ramada. 
Rob Mata! This is great when Jake is just in the room and then he just takes off and he's gone. <laughs> I prefer uh, Rafata. Oh. oh. Yeah, that was the guy Terry Funk wrestled on Beyond Belief. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Belief? Factor Fiction. Best show ever. This is just... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Jake Snake is like, Hey, I got you this this neon green jacket. <laughs> like, I don't want it. He's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I got you this pea coat instead. <laughs> just a no-good hunk of meat. Yeah. It really was Jake the Snake, huh? Yes, the wrestler is Jake yeah. the Snake. And his mortal enemy, the Ayatollah. Although Jake the Snake wishes he got a Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't get <laughs> that. Is that is the uh, the fictional part of that movie? He just got Marissa Toe. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Diary of Madman. Here it is. Yeesh. Walks in with a fucking... Are you sure Grizzly Adams is dead? <laughs> Grizzly Smith. Look at the pink scrunchie in Jake's hair. That's so... Wrestler. Yeah. A scrunchie. Yep, because mm-hmm. fucking... He would always have the scrunchie in his hair. Because it's bigger. So he just took off. And I got a tongue ring because I want to suck some dick. Which I do. You're saying that girls with tongue rings suck a lot of dick? Yes. Is that my hot take? I love how she's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. Know, is it? I don't know, is it? <laughs> the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're just yelling at each other. I was watching the fucking movie. I look over, you guys are just fucking. <laughs> Did you? Remember, <laughs> <laughs> <No>, Jake? <laughs> do you think girls with tongue rings suck a lot of dick? Like the um the Chris Rock song, I know. Mean, do you think that's what room? for? That do you think that's what a tongue ring is for? Well, there's this. this it's like the Chris Rock song. He goes, "If a girl has a tongue ring, she's gonna suck your dick. If All a right. guy has a tongue ring, he's, he's gonna, gonna suck, suck your <laughs> dick." <laughs> I agree with both of those statements. <laughs> so it's not a hot take then. All right. Well, I just felt like you looked at me like it was a hot take. I mean. Uh, I mean, some people probably just do it for looks. Does it help with... with it like, helps with nothing. You destroy You can destroy your teeth. You can hit nerves. So you can suck a mean dick. You can suck a lot of dick, though. <laughs> Mike Pierce. I wanted to get my tongue pierced. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's a take I did not expect. Anyways. Talk about a quantum leap change <laughs> in your life. When you, it's like, Mike, you've got no friends anymore. <laughs> but you're sucking a lot of dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, no friends but a lot of customers. We found out a lot about Mike Pim on episode 30. Doesn't wash his hand after he shits? That's true. We opened with that. <laughs> wanted to <laughs> suck a lot of dick. <laughs> we opened with you drop that. Yeah. Like Mike Pim dropping one in the toilet. And then not washing his hands. Nope. And we get a very sad scene here of Jake and his daughter. Mike Pim looks at his hand after going to the bathroom. He's like, what is this? Chocolate? <laughs> I better taste it to find out. <laughs> oh. 
So this heart-to-heart conversation. This goes well. Yeah. 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 Did Heroes of Wrestling happen after this? Um, bah, 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 bah. So this was probably not filmed in 99. No. So then this would have been before. Oof. Well, it was 97. Heroes of Wrestling was 97? No, I'm saying this was 97. That's what I mean. So this would have happened before Heroes of Wrestling. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Because I think Heroes of Wrestling was 99. Do you think Heroes of Wrestling was Jake's rock bottom? <laughs> Felt like it. But here's the thing. It could have been way worse at some point. And it probably was. But on film yeah. and to be documented on pay-per-view? Like just a public. Jake Roberts said they really misrepresented what they were going to be doing as far as the documentary went. And he said they thought it was he thought it, they were going to make it a uh, something for children as a self-help thing. I thought you were going to say a road trip comedy where they just go from town to town. <laughs> but it was he said it was he wanted he thought it was going to be something like a cautionary tale. Yeah. I mean it could be seen that way in some certain some ways. Yeah. But did he think he was going to be more of the hero of the story? Um I don't know if he thought he was going to be made out to be oh. I don't know, it was honest. Just found him smoking crack in his hotel room. To find out more about crack smoking on the SummerSlam 1992 episode. <laughs> Coming soon. Oh, damn. I can't imagine how, like, like imagine just what is going through his head about all the mistakes and, like, do you think he thinks he can ever amend for all of that shit or no. ever get better? No. It just sucks. But he's still living with it. So, I mean, in a way, he's dealing with it just by being here. Really. Yeah. yeah. But then didn't he disappear again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's back in pod form. What? Yep. I'm back. Oh. And I'm better than ever. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. And I'm better than ever. You know he originally came out to Back in Black? Sure did. That's cool. Yeah, that? it's perfect. Even though we said that he would get his ass kicked by Vincent Mann. Well, yeah, he would. But that, is, that isn't about him. Good for you, Jake. Like maybe it was good that like the cameras were there because he's still able he can turn it on when the camera's on. Yeah. And like it can get him instead of being alone where he's doing all that he just had this awful reuni- reunited where he would just go to drugs. Where he would probably be in that hotel room alone and he probably would have died. Yeah. yeah. Man, Royal Rumble 98. What a great show that was. When you, when you watched this live, Mikey, did you think that it went too far? Um, I think I was so... It didn't upset me until... Until watching after. this? Yeah, because I think I was so... 
stuck in the ECW way. And like, oh, cool. But like, it gets to a point. Like, first, when I mean, your hands are tied behind your back. You can't protect yourself. The Rock also is known not for throwing the safest chair shots around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not blaming. I don't blame The Rock for it. And um, you can't fucking tell me that they didn't know. They both. They all knew what they were doing. Do you think that with the way, like, do you think that it was played up for the cameras with, you know, I don't know. Do you think they, are you saying that they built it into the storyline? They hit him ten times with the camera while the documentary was there? No, but, I mean, maybe when they were a part of, like, when WWE was clearly helping them with the process of filming this movie. But that would also make him look awful, I think. Yeah, that maybe that's what caused bad. Linda to want to, you know. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't they, like, almost, like, ban them from buying commercial time from Raw? Who? Ah, uh, beyond the map. Sound, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Just like doesn't want. They didn't want anything. But to do it did. They did. It, it aired locally. Because well, you can buy local. Yeah, you can buy local time. Which was smart on their part Very because smart. if they were trying to block it like on USA or nationally, we just buy the local time. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to buy <laughs> socks. Perfect. Boy or girl. I'm not going to name gender. I don't know. <laughs> he, she, or them? Them. Okay. <laughs> this man knows. That, that man, man knows. knows. <laughs> Was that Big E? Was that a young yep. Big E Langston? <laughs> Small E Langston. Aw. Aw. Look a little vest. Look how different Rock looks. So yeah. different. He has hair. Is this pre or post surgery oh. for Rock? So it was after three. Yeah, no, it was was before because he had it when Mick Foley won the belt the first time. Is he right? Ri- well, we'll see if he can see if, if he's wrestling in his in his uh, shirt because Foley already has the belt here. Yeah, you're right. I think it's it's after. And he wrestles in that, like, tracksuit thing. Yeah. That's how you knew if it was right. during that phase. Right. because he was covering up. What, it was the shoulder surgery? No, no he, he, got, had to... he got a reduction. Breast reduction. Um, of fat <laughs> on his chest. He got a breast reduction? I mean, essentially, that's what it yeah, turned I mean, in. It's, be- it's, I mean, it's, it's weird to say it like that, but, like... That's what it is. He why got did, a... Why yeah. did he get a boob job? Because he... He had, like... He, Weird pointy nipples, yeah. So pointy, like no matter what in shape he would get, they would get worse. So it was like a cosmetic thing, a cosmetic surgery. I need to see him right before it. I need to see his weird boobs. <laughs> I'm sure we can probably find some before pictures. Do you think it's like a Samoan thing? Uh, I actually, yeah, I do think it's probably genetic. That's mm-hmm. oh, Pat Patterson walking in the back. He just kept on walking back and forth to try to get on camera. <laughs> Jean Pill Pat! Uh. Where's JC Dykes? Silva. Yeah. Yeah, Kinger. <laughs> Kinger. <laughs> Vince in Gorilla Position. Stephanie. 
and Stephanie. Hey, kid, if you don't get them now, you're never going to get them. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Man. Oh, yeah. I think this weird dread that you have, like, knowing what's coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is really fucked. Yep, he's got his tracksuit on. There you go. Who's he yelling at? You. God damn it, Jake. Ed Ferrara there. Oh, it is Ed Ferrara. Oklahoma? Yep, a dickhead. Do you think he was a dick? Yes. Do you think making fun of Jim Ross was bad? I don't think it was nice. Oh, yeah. Hello. Who's that? I don't know. She looked like Naomi for a second. Yeah, that's what I thought. She's actually a quantum leaper. Oh. (laughs) Terry Taylor. (laughs) They really do play it up like with this me- the ominous music. Right. Yeah. They know what's coming. Yeah, I think this And Pat looking directly into the camera. Yep. I think I think this footage and how they portrayed it definitely made Linda want to pull Dude dude dude. <laughs> we'll rock and rock. This music is. Uh, <laughs> they do a really good job of like building up the suspense. Yeah. You know, you got the kids and the and the mom ready to take their seats. Somebody stole my. Oh no! Already crime going on. <laughs> yeah, China. What's up, girl? What up, eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, China's gonna give him some school. <laughs> she got a tongue ring? Yep. <laughs> I saw a girl with a spiked tongue ring, so maybe that girl's not into it. Whoa. That, spiked that tongue means ring? Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> she also had bear trap panties. <laughs> Was that a cartoon character you were dealing with? Yes. <laughs> Go in her pants. <laughs> no. It was in Cool World. <laughs> yeah. Mick oh, almost yeah. going like the wrong way. God damn it. There's arrows, arrows everywhere. For goddamn reason. It happens in every locker room, not just NCW. You think it happens in WWE? It just happened now. <laughs> just being a scamp. God damn it. Hey, kids. Sit front row for this. Yeah, nothing bad will happen. In hindsight, do you think that was a bad idea? Yes. He's I like, cane me instead! Obviously, like, the kids, like, obviously mom gets upset, and then the kids see mom's upset, and then they're gonna get upset. So, yes. like, uh, it was, they should have gotten out of her out of there early. And then she was like, kids, Santa's not real! <laughs> and Mick Foley slapped her and said, yes, he is! <laughs> Don't you ever! Don't you ever! So you think it was Colette's fault? I'm not saying you it. You just said it. I'm just saying that the emotions were running high and like... If she played it more cool or just she calm. She was like, yeah, like, daddy's okay. Like, this is all part of the thing. Instead of like really... Of course she's concerned for him, but it's also still part of the show. Do you think that this is worse than some of... Like any of the other stuff Mick did before this, whether in ECW or was, in Japan? I'm, gonna, I'm saying yes because it's direct head contact. 
and all the Mick can do all the fucking um, nasty plunges that he wants, and he can probably you know he can land perfectly that At way. His brain is but his brain isn't being fucking scrambled, and he can get cut up, and he can be all that right. shit. Scars, that's gonna be heal, scars, yeah. Scars heal and barbed wire, and and maybe he gets a burn here and there. But all that's gonna is, get better. Yeah, that your we, brain doesn't really recover as mm-hmm. fast unless your name is Daniel Bryan. That what what the fuck happened? I don't know. Oh, this is the saddest, this is the saddest thing saddest ever. Oh, my God. Due to copyright, we can't play the song, but I can sing along to it. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> can we still do that? Yeah, why not? Not like we do it anyway. It's parody. Has come. There you go, Jake. And the land is dark. And the moon is... Look at that idiot. <laughs> Light you see. I love how red, white, and blue tracks is. Yeah. Won't oh, oh, my watch. No, I won't. Aww. Don't try to say, be afraid. <laughs> this is love as you stand. Stand so by me. me. Uh oh. She screams the words for him, headbutting right, like there. She's the already like. Yeah, she's a she's a mess. Right. Nothing crazy has happened yet. Not his balls! She's intentionally making... Uh-oh. Was this after JR's Bell's palsy? Was this when he was out? Yeah. Yep. Look at his face. That's Not what he always looks like. <laughs> I love he- seeing him say it and then like King saying yeah. it immediately after. Oh, so yeah, I could see maybe Colette's exacerbating it a little bit, mm. screaming. Yeah, and the kids are and crying. Will someone think of the children? Dewey doesn't seem that upset. No, he's cool with it. No, he's he's a, he's crying. So hit him harder. Like fuck, man. The Rock yeah. is hitting. It looks like he's hitting him with the leg, like when he's fucking swinging it. Like at least he. I love that fan that's next to them. Like, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, this crazy bitch. Like, way to make it uncomfortable. Do you think he knows who he's sitting next to? No. Yeah. Oh. Because the camera's right on him the whole time. I'm getting dual. I don't know who to believe. How did Colette? Uh, how did? How did Noel come up blonde? Um. To reset a recessive trait. You don't know that for sure. Yeah, don't sure worry. Two browns make a blow. Yeah, what color hair, hair is the mailman? Hmm. Hmm. M A L E. Ah, the mail. Too long. And the doctor. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Aman? No. No, that's, that's the Jean Francois. That was the chiropr- yes, that was like the chiropractor guy they had. Yeah, it's Francois. Uh, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. Tony, like, Tony Diarrhea. <laughs> No, I'm favorite, Tony Gurria. The chiropractor looks like uh, Hank Azaria in a wig and like fake like facial hair. Yeah, he's like I do not wear shoes because they make me fall down. He looks like the uh, his character in Along Came Polly. Okay, <laughs> you know, you went for scuba. I love Along Came Polly. It's a good like, movie. How, like, wait till he's fucking cleaned up. Oh, Blue Mini, get oh. out of there! I'm saying like, why bring the kids? Like, you went out like. Yeah, you want to see your dad, but, like, fucking clean him up. Like, that's fucking... They don't need to see him like that. Don't worry, kids, it's just ketchup. You can see the way 
um, Noel looks at him like, why are you covered in blood? Yeah. And they're not uh, as upset now. No. No, because Colette's not upset. Exactly. She should have just fucking... Just be like, oh, it's okay. It's all right. Or took him out of there like as soon as the... The chairs come out. Yeah. It's a nasty gash she's oh, got Oh, it's there. so gross. And then they show the stitches. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten stitches in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for you. I have. It they actually terrify me. Why? Just it bugs me out to see stitches and being I pu- being like over and over they again. They just stitched like my eye after eye surgery. They had to uh, go right here. Did you feel it? And yeah, I felt the stitches. Do you guys hear that? There's the sound of every listener tuning out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I'm just saying, like, I've never had stitches, and here's this guy fucking like getting them again. Although to be fair, I've, I have gotten staples. Wait, so wait. That's that's the same. Pretty thing. much the same thing, if not no, worse. No, it's it's it's. W- it's the it, I've never just saying I've never gotten stitches. You've got staples thing. though, which is yeah. worse. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I got stitches right here in my arm. See everyone on the podcast. Hey, look at that—the whole world. <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Fell on my knees a couple times. <laughs> Now you just want to get the fuck out of there. Well, she's also checking to yeah, see if she remembers. See concussion. Smart. She goes, who do they want a cane? Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> he just pukes all over the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Mick's like, that's an honor. <laughs> to be puked on by puke. And then wasn't he next to Vince? Did he chewed tobacco? Yep. <laughs> Where the kid get that shoe? <laughs> I found it in Blackjack Bradshaw's <laughs> locker. Wasn't he next to Vince getting stitches at the same time or something? I think, yeah, that's what I, um... Yeah, because that's... This is the show that Austin fucking destroys Vince with a chair shot. Yeah. He, Austin hits him with the top of the, 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 the seat of the chair. That's right. And busts Vince oh, open hard way. Dude. That's uh, coming v- up, I think. Vince takes the worst chair shots. He somehow... Remember when Zach Gowan dropkicked the chair into his face and he was just bleeding like a fucking sieve? Yeah. Oh. I really wasn't watching wrestling at the time, but I remember seeing mm. that. He also... You know, wrestling, wrestling at that time? Zach Gowan? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you... All right. No, no, no. This right now, of course. Like yeah, the 2003 era. I JC wasn't, wasn't into the Attitude Era. He was more into the um, the ruthless, the ruthless aggression. My favorite era there is. Look at Vince's pecs. Yeah, he needs a reduction. Yeah, he's like, I need surgery. Oh, that's the same doctor that slid in for the Hell in a Cell match, right? Yes. Yes. Uh. I just love the conversation of Boss and McFoley, like, as Vince is also getting stitches, like, 
and being a fucking man about it, just sitting there like mm-hmm. Vince is a fucking man. Like, you know, like he's not even afraid to do anything yeah, that like, he's asked anyone well, to do. In the, the thing that you would always say is that he would never expect one of his Anybody employees to do anything he wasn't willing to do himself. And if Whereas in it, me, I am not willing to do the majority of what my wrestlers do. Yes. And I never would want to. No, never would you either. Nor should you. Right. But that's why Vince is a man. Yeah. Mick, anytime he's out of gimmick, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> he always looks like he looks like Harry Smilak in that beach house scene. Yes. If his body's blousey. He's very blousey. No, he is. Look at him right now. I, uh, I, I hate this part because they really, they really make. Mick feel like a piece of shit here. For but I think there was does. a like that. I think that was. I mean, they were like, trying oh, to have your realization. That, like, but no, he's still he's still fucking McFoley. Yeah. Just and we, what we know now, obviously, with with head injuries and head chair and chair shots. Do you think head. that contributed to a CTE? Probably. Yeah. Do you think he has CTE? Probably. A hundred percent. Ugh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. I didn't like them trying to make him into an asshole. Well, just like, like they tried to manipulate Jake, I felt like they were trying to yeah, do their own manipulation yeah. to Mick, but Mick wasn't gonna play that game. Yeah, that's why document some do, you know documentaries can be. Well, even like it's, King of Kong, one of my favorite documentaries, like is clearly positioned for you to feel one way about it, and right. certain things are they omitted. Want you to hate Billy Mitchell, right? Have you seen, and, have, have you seen Tilt? No, what's that? It's, it's it's another pinball documentary. Really? It's really good. How many can there be? Tilt? Tilt, yeah. All right, I'm going to check tilt, that out. Uh, tilt when lit, or t- t- special special when lit. No, there's two. Okay, now your names are changing nope. all over the place. There's two. There's oh, lit, these two clowns. And then, there's special, and then there's special when. There's tilt, and then special when lit. Oh, is this the epilogue? Okay. Already? Well, I mean, we're about yeah. an hour and 42 in. Yeah, man. Wow. I was just... Yeah, I guess that's a good way to end it. If I think about, I don't know why I just didn't think oh, back. Shit. So he lost his building. Yeah, that building was fucking bomb. Three months. Oh, <laughs> oh, he retired in June seventh, nineteen ninety-nine. Wrong again. We gotta see what that was. June seventh, ninety-nine. Everyone on that? Great. <laughs> yes, I'm on it. Do you think that has changed? Do you think since he's um, clean again? Clean? Do you think he's kind of? Do you think I, he's ever had any contact with her again? His his daughter? Yeah, I would like to believe so. This is the dance. Oh, yep. sure are. Oh, it's it's so fucked because it's always the stuff after when it's just the writing. That's always shitty. Man. Oh. It's. It's a. The carny. Yeah. He really is a carny. What a perfect way. I'm happy that we did this. Um, I'm not so sure. Even though it was my idea, I'm not so sure the watch long was a great thing for us, but I think it was fun to agree go to back and watch it together and also discuss it. I think it was the best way to tackle happening. this. I agree. That, I agree, and I think, but I don't. I I like. Uh, 
Yeah, and there's the draws thing there at the end. So sad. So what I can cobble together, um, uh, so at ECW November to Remember, Funk was believed to have been Tommy Dreamer's mystery partner against Justin Incredible and Jack Victory. However, the mystery partner turned out to be Jake Roberts. An enraged Funk attacked Dreamer at every opportunity in late 1998 into early 1999. Funk, however, came down ill before they could have a match. And Funk, quote-unquote, retired yet again in mid-1999. That's right. They were they were building a Funk and, yep. and Dreamer match, right? So Terry Funk's, Terry Funk's retirement match was AWF's One Last Dance Funk versus Sabu. One last dance. And uh, that was the June 7th, 99 match? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's looking like here. And then his next match would be November 23rd, 1999, <laughs> <laughs> when Dorian Terry Funk defeated Nakahiko Yamazaki and Yoshinori Sazaki. Fuck, looking at this. In February 2004, Funk won the TNA Tag Team titles <laughs> with Raven, defeating the team of Julio De Niro and CM Punk. Wow. wow. I guess it wasn't for the titles, I'm sorry, but it was February 18th, 2004. Wow. CM Punk and fucking Julio De Niro. Versus fucking Terry C- Funk. CM Punk, Raven and... Yeah, Raven and, and Raven. Funk versus De Niro and CM Punk. And who would have thought CM Punk would be the only guy we haven't covered on Best in Show <laughs> That's yet? That's true. Well, we haven't really gone deep into that, like... Well, we're going to. Oh. At the teams. very next one. Any names on here that jump oh, out at you? Kellen Thomas. <laughs> oh, wow. Ron Buffone. Is that Robbie Ellis? Rob Ellowich? Yeah, I think what? that's right. Wait, what? Yeah. Huh. Wow. <laughs> Legend. Let's go to the street. Legend. I'm at Johnson, composed by Jim Johnson. Let the good times roll. Stand by. Stand me. by me. Sung by Lumberjake. <laughs> Lost between Las Vegas and Mars. Classic song. Well, that was fun, guys. Yeah. Was, yeah. Listen, the watch along. I think it was a great experiment. I enjoyed it. And here's the thing: any silence that we have may have had, I'm hoping that there are, our listeners are also like watching it, you know, too. So they're right. also following along. Hopefully this isn't the first time you would have ever seen. Uh, I don't know about this. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, You've ever watched Beyond the Mat. I hope you've watched Beyond the Mat uh, at some point beforehand. This wouldn't be the first time. And if it is, cool. Yeah, I mean, if it is, absolutely. Um, But Beyond the Mat was just such a a cultural touchstone. Like, it was such a great... It was. um, And it still is. It still is. What did you guys learn? I learned that Mike Pivot does not wash his hands after he <laughs> poops. Um, I learned that Mike Pivot wanted to get a tongue ring and <laughs> suck a lot of dick. That's the anti-Mike Pivot. What did you learn? <laughs> Mikey, what did you learn? And I learned that uh, Noel Foley's favorite word is nipples. 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 And that's why Rock had to have that reduction surgery. <laughs> she kept on pointing at him and was like, Nipples! Shut up, Noel! It made him very self-conscious. The Rock says shut. You know you're rolling. <laughs> shut your mouth. Um, boys, what are we doing next? What do you want to do? So, I think it's going to be Glow, glow right? Glow has yeah, to be yeah. Glow. Glow. <laughs> so, we're going to go back to the uh, same format as, as last season. Yes. So, we'll do the first... 
five episodes. Five episodes. And Mikey watches the entire thing. And I want a, a handshake a with your dirty fucking hands right now. All right. Gross. Where I want you to not jump ahead and watch fucking, the other five episodes. Yeah, you're going to stop at five. All right. We're going to record. Uh-huh. And then you watch the other. All right. Because right. it wasn't fair you had a, an advantage. Yeah. You I want. watched it. I want this to be genuine reaction where you don't know all the bullet points that happen ahead of time. All right. So uh, listen to all of our episodes. Should we ask our listeners to do the same? (laughs) No, our listeners can do whatever they want. Yeah, Yeah, fuck you. You can do whatever you want. Although what I will say is no edibles. For, uh, no. for Glow. I no. fucking said no edibles, and then you took fucking edibles, and then we <laughs> couldn't use the podcast. Listen, there's a lot of reasons why that podcast didn't work out. Yeah. You. And Mike Pava. And Mike Pava. And, and you. Everything else. <laughs> Me and Gaytaz fucking carried that show. <laughs> and you'll never hear it, anybody. But you can listen to all of our episodes that did air on 308theater.com, our podcast listening devices. Yep. Um, follow along on our social media, and we'll, we'll see you next time. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Lumberjig. And I'm JC. And this has been Three Way Theory. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it.
Tomorrow.